Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. I am so excited to welcome Jen Adams today. She is a certified life and spiritual coach who spent decades leading and mentoring hundreds of high potential leaders globally while she served as a marketing executive in the airline industry. Jen stepped away from corporate life to launch Gold Light Leadership LLC, where she now works with an exclusive roster of high achievers as a holistic executive coach. Welcome, Jen. I am so excited about our conversation today. Hi, Jess. I am so excited to be here and chat with you today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for being here with us. Um, Before we jump in, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? I would love to. I think you hit the nail on the head with my bio there, Jess. I spent many years in corporate roles in marketing, uh, which I sort of ended up by accident, to be honest. I started working at a really young age for a promotions agency and work became freedom for me, right? So earning money to buy that first car, to get my apartment and eventually put myself through college. Um, And I realized after working for about 20 years that I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. (laughs) You always hear that phrase, I don't know what I'm going to be when I grow up. So um, I had decided to walk away from my corporate job. I was with American Airlines and I left in 2018, which was the scariest, craziest decision I ever made at 40 years old. And I took some time off to really figure out who I was and where I was going. I didn't really feel like I had a clear vision or um, a clear purpose or direction even. So I took about nine months off to spend some time with my son, who's 13 now. We traveled the world and thank goodness Uh, Right before this COVID catastrophe that we're in, I was able to have that experience with him that was truly priceless. And I really invested in my myself. I did a lot of personal development growth. I did some executive education. And I realized I needed that. I needed that support to kind of figure out what my next step was and what my next chapter was in my life. And I thought, you know, I really want to be that person. I want to be that support system for people who are in the same boat. It was really surprising to me how many people were going through the same thing I was. You know, externally successful career from the outside just really looked like I had it all, but had really lacked that clear vision and a clear path forward 
and really wasn't clear on my purpose. And so I launched my business to help other people through that process. And it's interesting timing because there's so many people right now in transition who have maybe uh, decided to leave their job if they had an opportunity or, or a package handed to them or unfortunately might have been furloughed or laid off. And so the stars have aligned for me to start my own business and help others on their path to lead lives with more meaning and, and deeper purpose. I love that. I love that. And it's so clear that you are the person to talk to about the idea of vision and creating a vision. And I guess maybe more clearly or aptly uncovering your vision. Um, because I, I love this. Normally, I feel like we hear about vision. Every coach talks about it, right? Especially this time of year. What's your vision for your future? What do you, you know, what are you visualizing? And um, talk about vision boards. And I like the idea of approaching it from the angle of your subconscious. So why don't you tell us a little bit first about what that means and why it's important? Yeah, I heard you say a couple times people talk about their vision. Mm -hmm. And the problem when we let our logical minds visualize for us, our logical minds can't do that. They're going to rationally tell you what you should do, <laughs> uh, why you can't do that, you know. So we have to really tap into the subconscious. And I believe it's really important to take the reins off and let your subconscious do the work for you. To me, that's really your deepest, wisest, intuitive part of yourself mm -hmm. that we just don't give that much attention to uh, if, we, if we aren't used to kind of using that muscle, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so letting your subconscious mind take the driver's seat when you're building your vision can really surprise you. It might even shock you, but it's really opening yourself up to possibilities in a way that your rational mind just physically can't do. I'm wondering if there are people thinking, well, I want to be logical when I'm creating my vision. You know, I want to vision, you know, choose something for myself that feels reasonable, that feels like something that's, I don't know, attainable or, or like I said, logical. Why not? Why, why do we want them to go deeper into the subconscious? Why do we want to release that? How is that holding us back? I think it holds us back because we don't tap into maybe a, a talent or a purpose that sounds so far-fetched uh, and irrational that we don't even give ourselves a minute to explore it. Right. And so you could really be holding yourself back in so many ways by focusing on the rational um, or, you know, what, what social media and our culture and our parents and people around us have told us we, what we should do and, and what they have done. And you need to do the same thing. Um, taking, again, kind of taking the limits off and just giving yourself an opportunity to even become aware of different possibilities can be so freeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it is amazing. Like I think of it as like the surface level versus going deeper. And on the surface level, we have all those layers of expectation of society, of what we believe we're capable of. Those are those stories we tell ourselves, the limiting beliefs, 
And so tapping into the subconscious is taking it that layer deeper um, and releasing all those things. I actually, in my currently unpublished, um, hopefully soon to be published book, um, I have this really fun exercise that I encourage people to do, which is the nine lives list. And the idea is this exact same thing of just like, let's just play with the idea that anything is possible. If that was the case, what would you want to do with your life? What are nine things you'd want to do? And I love that idea for really being like, there are no limits. If in a world where there are no limits, this is what I want to do. And then the realization that there aren't any limits. If you want to do those things, you can. Um, You are spot on. I cannot wait to read this book Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) because I think, again, you, you are spot on. If if there weren't these limits, what would I do? And where are these limits coming from? Did I put them on myself? Um, and honoring, being aware and honoring what they are is kind of the first step. Mm. Um, I think fear is such a huge factor in how we live our lives. And so many of us, I know I've been there, um, operate under this fearful, you know, what if mode. Mm-hmm. And the what ifs can be so scary and create such a rabbit hole. What if I can't make any money? You know, just flipping your mindset. What if I actually make more money than I'm making now? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, can really, again, when you flip those stories in your mind, can really pave a path forward and open up, you know, the, the visualization. Oh, what, what would I do if I made more money than I'm making now? How could I impact the world further? what charities would I support? You know, it really just kind of starts the conversation of what could be possible. Yep. I love that. So why don't we, why don't we go into the process of sort of tapping into your subconscious? Cause you say step one is that, that experience of honoring the fear or the limiting beliefs or the stories or whatever is keeping you where you are right now. So why don't we start there? So that's step one. Yeah, I always, I would actually take one step back and say that the first step is really tapping into your authentic self and really identifying some of those other players at hand. You know, we talked about our, our logical brain. Uh, We know the ego is loud and clear, uh, the insecurities, what are people going to think? Some of those fears and being able to, and the process is so different for everyone, but being able to tap into your authentic self. I know for me and a lot of the clients I work for, a big way to do that or an easy way to do that is to tap into something greater outside of ourselves and feel that connection. So Mm -hmm. from a spiritual perspective, a lot of people feel that in, in nature, uh, at the beach, they can feel it. Uh, I know when I had my son, the birth of my son, I felt that sort of greater presence mm-hmm. um, outside of myself and, and a connection to that, even just seeing a sunset, right? So just kind of creating that connection to something greater and then feeling that in your heart and in your soul and seeing how that shows up for you and giving that part of yourself a voice and kind of quieting down the, the rational mind uh, the ego is really the first step. And doing that, would you say regularly, like making it a point to daily connect with something outside of you and, and get that feeling? Um, or do you think that's like, you know, maybe do it once to start tapping into this, this place? 
Absolutely. I think, you know, there's so many different ways that you can, you can create that presence. It's with you a hundred percent of the time. Mm -hmm. It's just first, you've got to find it and then finding ways that you can tap into it again. I've had clients who tell me, oh, there's a certain song that Mm -hmm. I hear that I can really feel my authentic self coming through or get kind of those butterflies or, you know, another way I work with clients is when we talk about intuition, like thinking about a time where your intuition was so spot on, it's like, that's it. That's your authentic self and kind of remembering that feeling and finding that feeling every day. I love that idea. Um, There's so many methods of doing it. One of the things we all tend to bump up to is, oh gosh, I have to add one more practice into mm. my daily routine. It's like, well, you know, if if a beautiful waterfall in Hawaii is your happy place, maybe when you take a shower, you can bring yourself there on a daily basis versus, oh, need to find more time, got to add another practice to my routine. You really don't. It can be as simple as incorporating it into your everyday tasks. Yep. Yep. I love that. And I think there's, I have a feeling we're going to get to something about meditation along this process. Um, But it's the same thing. I also want to remind listeners, if you feel resistance to adding one more thing, or that's what you're seeing it as reminding yourself that first of all, this doesn't have to be forever. If you are struggling to find what you want, or you are feeling stuck This is one thing that will help launch you further. So rather than letting the resistance win and the resistance wants to keep you right where you are because you're safe and you're comfortable and it's familiar and you don't have to do anything that's going to potentially embarrass you or scare you, um, pushing through that resistance and giving yourself, not forcing yourself, giving yourself the two or five minutes a day to tap into that place or that space, or listen to that song, or take that shower, or whatever it is. And it could be 20 different things, right? It doesn't have to be the same thing every day. One day it could be a bath, one day it could be dancing, one day it could be drinking your tea and looking out at the lake. Um, But prioritizing that rather than allowing the resistance to win, because that's such a key piece of what we're talking about here is we live on the surface so often, we really need to allow ourselves to sink sink into that authentic place. Um, so this is one that I don't want you to say, oh, I don't have to do it every day. So whatever, this is a really important piece. And if you prioritize this, it's really going to help you get to that next step. So that's just my note to the listeners who I know are pushing back on this already. (laughs) Totally. I want to actually hit on something else you said. Um, I don't remember your exact words, but it's not forever. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so interesting. And I want to touch on that with the visioning piece too, because your vision for your life, you reserve the right for that vision to change Mm -hmm. every day if you want to, right? So I love that you say nothing is forever. These decisions we make about our life aren't forever. Deciding to go after your vision, that vision's going to evolve. We're evolving as human beings every minute. You know, mm-hmm. you and I are changing as we're sitting here talking uh, and learning from each other and having this conversation. And, and it's going to impact us differently than, than who we were before we had the conversation. So I love that you said it's not forever because I think that's so important in giving ourselves the permission to change our minds, change directions. Oh, my vision changed. I, I visualized something different today that wasn't there yesterday or it's morphed and that's okay. 
there's no right or wrong to any of this. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why I think you and I are both. And in every episode, I'm always trying to present also different ideas because there's no right or wrong way to do these. There's going to be something that resonates for you that doesn't resonate for someone else. So with everything we say, it's take what feels right and leave the rest. Um, And so I think that's really important to share. Um, Let's look to the next step. So we're, we're tuning in, we're getting into that authentic space. We're just getting a feel for what it's like to be there. Now what? Yeah. So uh, for me and what I do with my clients is really a guided visualization exercise. And I'm confident that your listeners are able to find a recording on Google, YouTube, any of these wonderful apps that people are already using for meditation and other mindfulness techniques. Um, But I think it's really important to use a guided exercise to go through this and really look at every aspect of your life. So as we start thinking about maybe a career transition, I would recommend looking at every aspect of your life when you're creating your vision versus compartmentalizing it by these different areas of our life because our career impacts our life in so many different ways. How does that, you know, we talked about how does that impact my salary or what I need to accomplish my vision or get there. Um, But don't forget to think about your sacred space where you're living. What does that look like? Where are you thriving? How are you carving out time to prioritize what's most important to you and what routines are helping you get that right start to the day and really creating that vision holistically versus just different compartments within your life. Journal it afterwards as specific as you can and write it in the present tense. So I am mentoring young entrepreneurs I am driving a red convertible. (laughs) I mean, clearly, clearly we're not, you know, we don't want to use this to manifest more stuff necessarily, but Hey, let's, you know, we want to get specific. We want to dream a little bit here. So try to write it as if it's happening today. I like that. So keep it present tense and also getting specific, like getting as specific as the color of the car or the number of people that you want to impact or exactly what your dream home looks like. What are you looking at? What and and I think the other piece we haven't really touched on is how it feels. So how are you feeling in that space? What's the feeling you get when you're driving that red convertible? What's the feeling you get after you work with that incredible client and you're just filled up because you're doing what you love? Um we haven't touched on I that. I think yet. that's I think that's such a great point is really tuning in with your body when you're going through this exercise Mm -hmm. uh, to tap into some of those sensations that you're, that you're feeling and what's kind of coming up for you as you're going through the exercise. I think that's great. Yeah. So we've tuned in, we're visualizing, why can't I say that word? Anyway, Um, we are likely journaling after in the present tense journaling out that sort of visualization of what life looks like, what the perfect career or business or life looks like. Now what? 
Well, now we're going to put some goals around it. Hmm. Heat. And we are going to create some action steps, right? So visualizing is great, but uh, putting in the work and taking action to get to it is just as important. Mm -hmm. So that's a, a big part of my work with my clients is you've got your vision for your life. Now what? It's not just a, let me journal and set that off and, and never look at it again, but let's really put some goals and realistic timetables around it and get some action steps together. And a lot of my clients work with me as an accountability coach around those action steps and those goals to help, help them achieve that vision, especially when it's a, a really big change from what they're doing today. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you look at your vision and it's interesting. I have a lot of times right now where I'll go back and, and look at my journal after I go through a visioning exercise and I realize, oh my goodness, this is happening now. Yeah. And then there's times where there's something that's so off course and so different than what I'm doing now. And those are the kind of big, hairy, scary ones <laughs> that might not get the goals and the action steps or the attention because they just feel so weird. Mm -hmm. And that can be where having a sounding board or, or some accountability can be really helpful to push you to just explore it. Or that might be where the rational brain starts telling you, I can't do that. There's no way I could turn that hobby into a money-making um, venture, right? And so having someone to help challenge you in that area can be, can be really great. Yeah, I totally agree. And I want to remind everybody too, you have this big vision and setting goals and putting action steps in place doesn't mean if your vision is to travel the world for a year, you're hopping on a plane in two days. Your first action step may be, your first question may be, how do I get out of the job I'm in or shift into a remote position so I can do that? And so maybe your very first action step is like, research potential um, jobs. And your second action step is maybe applying to three jobs a week for the next three weeks or something. So remembering that it doesn't have to be this big, huge, scary thing. You're going to get there slowly and with time. When, when my husband and I traveled the world for eight months in 2019, we didn't just hop on a plane. I mean, that was something that came to me in a meditation two years before that. And then we both spent wow. two years sort of, we weren't ready yet. We weren't sure. I, I got remote work. He wasn't ready to leave his full-time job. And finally we reached a point where we were like, okay, we feel that we're ready. He was ready to leave his job. I was running my business so I could do whatever. And then even then that was, let's say October of 2018. Then from October to 2018 till April of 2019, we were planning we were figuring out what we wanted to do. How much money did we need to budget? You know, what, what was realistic? So just the reminder that it can be a long-term process. You don't have to, it can feel daunting, I guess, to look at your big vision and think like, how am I ever going to get there? And the reminder is you're going to get there one step at a time. <laughs> I'm so glad you shared that because it is so important. It doesn't happen overnight and being realistic about it and understanding what kind of a plan do I need here? Do I need to create a budget right. or do I need to work past some fears that are holding me back mm -hmm. and who can help me on that journey? I love that you shared that story. So it's, it's a great reminder. Yeah. And, and one action step for you listening right now could be to get yourself an accountability coach. Maybe that's an action step because you know, 
you're not going to be able to push past those fears yourself. And by the way, that's totally fine. I've had many coaches and it's been incredibly supportive for me. So there's no shame in knowing that you need support to work past some of that stuff. I mean, those fears are based in stories that are like living in our tissue of our bodies. I mean, that just doesn't go away because you decide it's not going to be there anymore. Sometimes yeah. there's deep shit that needs to be healed and absolutely to get to the place where you can in fact achieve that goal where it is actually possible for you. So, well, you just answered the final step in the process and that is asking for help. And you're right. It could come in the form of a coach. It could come in the form of some personal development. It could come in the form of, I really want to go do this, but I don't have the skill set to do it. I need to go take some classes. Mm -hmm. So asking for help is so important. And now more than ever, we just need to be okay with saying, I need help in this particular area and going out and getting it. Yeah. And that's what makes, I mean, isn't that what people say? Like asking for support makes you stronger, not weaker. Um, Because also at the end of the day, it's having, you know, these new experiences and these new mindsets and especially working with a coach, you know, they know how to ask the questions that are going to help you shift. Like I had my first coach I worked with, he's been, we worked together for probably a year and a half and he changed me. I mean, one thing he said that I always talk about, because I think it's funny is he would say, how brilliant are you? And I'm like, question. and I'm like, Dave, and I roll my eyes. He's like, just tell me how brilliant are you? And I'm like, I don't like what well, I'm, I'm fine. I'm smart. And he's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to keep asking you that question though. You know that, right? Um, because one of the things he had a call with my husband, he's like, I want to ask him some questions about you and get a feel. Cause my husband and I've been together for 15 years. And he asked my husband, uh, who told me this, Ben, he told me later, he asked him, what's one thing you know about Jess that you don't think she knows about herself. And Ben said that she's way smarter than she thinks she is. And it was true. I've spent my, I've been always a very average student, A's and B's, but I never considered myself. I've never looked at myself the way I look at myself now in terms of intelligence. And I really, truly believe I'm incredibly business savvy. I'm very smart. I am brilliant. I will say it loud. Yes, you are. But that's what a coach does. Like two years ago, no freaking way would I have said that to you. Um, And so that's just the power of it, you know, and it, it does take time, but having that support, I, I just can't, I can't um, promote it enough, you know, how powerful it can be. Yeah, that's a really beautiful story, Jess. And I think it just speaks volumes to, especially females. Mm. We need other people to help us build confidence in our capabilities. Sometimes people see strengths in us that we just don't see ourselves. And especially entrepreneurs, who may be really, you know, you said business savvy. Well, that doesn't always equate to, to uh, A's and B's. It might be B's and C's and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah your, your natural abilities might be somewhere else versus the, the cultural norms of where, you know, that show us how smart or brilliant we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Well, this has been an incredible conversation. I love talking about this. Um, Let's wrap up. If there's one thing you want to make sure listeners walk away with the most important thing about this, or maybe something we didn't talk about, um, tell us what would that thing be? You are in the driver's seat of your life. 
This is your life. You can do whatever it is you want to do and whatever you tap into when you create your vision, it is all within reach and you can do it. I love it. Just take that first step. Yep. That first step. Amazing. Well, tell us now, because I'm always curious, what are you getting intentional about right now for yourself? Um, I am working on my own vision for 2021. And I'm also creating a group coaching program called Vision 2021. Hmm. It'll be my first group coaching program with women who are looking to pivot, who are in a career transition. So I'll be launching that early January. So I'm really excited about that program and helping people in this area. Perfect. We'll drop a link to your website and that stuff in the show notes so people can get in touch if they're interested. Um, And in general, where can our listeners find you? My website is goldlightleadership.com. You can also find me on Instagram, jen.goldlight.coach. Would love to connect with your listeners. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for being here. I so appreciate it. Thank you, Jess. You're welcome. And everyone else, we will catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.